everybody welcome back this is episode six of the worst podcast ever and i as always am your host dan brosman yes if you are listening you definitely have noticed that the intro song has changed unfortunately i was just getting tired of dealing with licenses uh from uh keeping it up to date it can be a little costly, both for my podcast and my YouTube channel. Uh, when I first got into this, I had no idea um, how this exactly went. And you find out fairly fast and quickly how expensive it can be. And even when you get it licensed the correct way, a lot of times YouTube does not necessarily go along with you. So, decided to change things up here. The music that you are now hearing at the beginning of the podcast is from a band, uh, the Vaudevillians, and they are some of my friends. Uh, the lead singer, Jeff, is a dear friend, a longtime friend. Well, you know, maybe not a dear friend. I mean, I like him, but, you know, don't want to go overboard too much here but no in all seriousness great band uh you can uh get a hold of them or uh find out about them on uh vaudevillians.com and uh hold on let me get the spelling here it's v-a-u-d-e-v-i-l-e-i-n-s and that's very important because there are there's also vaudevillians which were i think wrestlers so got to get that spelling correct but they also have a youtube channel if you were listening to this on youtube then link in the description below for their website and their youtube channel all right so what has been going on this past week well Pre-orders for the PS5 happened, and then pre-orders for the Xbox Series X. So if you watched my video about my ordeal with the PS5 and me just being a little sore about that, you already have an idea of what this conversation is going to be about a little bit. But I promise I'm not going to complain really because I've already done that. It's been uh, about a week. I've got it out of my system. But we're going to talk about how that pre-order went in case you didn't watch that video. We're also going to talk about how the Xbox Series X pre-orders went, which wasn't all that better. And, you know, let me say this. And I kind of said this in my video. The reason that it is so frustrating how these two things turned out was for one reason. It's like you are not talking about little companies 
uh, trying to put a product out and just, you know, not knowing how to do it and, you know, having missteps here. You're talking about Lord, 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 large corporations who have people on the payroll specifically to put the word out about when it's coming out, when you'll be able to pre-order it, how much you have people on the payroll that this is their only job or this is a main part of what it, what they do there. This isn't, oh, you know, we're a company, we're a small company and we're doing this. Okay, now the people that developed it are also have to figure out, you know, you know, we got to put it out there on a website. We got to do this. We got to do that. No, you had people that went to college that probably had a degree in they handle stuff like this and you guys messed it up and it's really not that hard in this day and age of the internet sony particularly we have what is called websites and on these websites you can put information that you want people to know because people will go there to find out this information information like I don't know when this is being released, how much it's going to be, and very important, when pre-orders go live. And for Sony, they, I, that was the biggest problem with how they rolled this out. Now, one thing I didn't talk about in my video was, you know, I know the fact that Sony wasn't 100% responsible for this walmart jumped the gun i think target jumped the gun to letting these pre-orders go out but here's the thing on that okay so sony released the 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 thing well the day before they had that big to do on the internet and talking about how much it's going to be worth and then they said the pre-orders are going to be the following day okay despite you know, Walmart and all of them saying, you know, screw it, we're just going to go live now with these pre-orders. You've, you also got to realize that Sony did something for their customers, the, the ones that uh, already had Sony accounts. Um, uh, I believe it's like their version of like Sony Live or w whatever they call it. They had something with them to where you would get a notice when pre-orders were coming up and you would have the first crack at pretty much uh, being able to get a pre-order. And evidently Sony was just like, now nah, we're not going to do that. We're just going to go right ahead, which I think is really shitty. I mean, if you didn't want to do it, that's fine, but don't tell people you're going to do it. And then you don't do it. You know, these people that, you know, have supported you, for a long time by being these longtime customers, probably earning you a lot of money should be shown a little bit more of respect than just that. So obviously, you know, people jumped the gun as far as retailers go and it was just a shit show. And obviously, uh, I think Walmart actually ended up canceling most or if not all of the pre-orders. And then, you know, uh, Sony apologized for all this, but you know, to me, it's like, what does it matter? What are you apologizing for? 
you, you should you should have been ahead of this. It wasn't like you didn't have enough time to prepare. And that goes for Microsoft too. You had you had months to go. If you guys weren't ready for this, if you didn't have all your ducks in a row, then you shouldn't have gone ahead and done anything. You should have waited until everything was ready. So now, and obviously, I didn't get a pre-order for the PS5 because it was all over before I even got to the show. <laughs> I woke up that next morning and shit was sold out. Sorry, Dan. No, no mas for you. So anyway, so I'm like, well, you know, I, I, I want to get both. And I was still on the fence on which one I was going to get first. So I said, well, you know, let's try for Xbox. And I tried for Xbox. And at least with Xbox, I was prepared. I was ready. Xbox said going live at, you know, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 10 o'clock here, and I was ready. And, you know, I just, the thing with that is, uh, obviously, okay, let me just say I didn't get one, but I didn't realize that not all the retailers were going live with their pre-orders at the same time. I They were not. Um, I know like Best Buy didn't, and that was the one actually I was actually trying to get on. Amazon was not. So like the two that didn't go live right away were the two I was trying to get in on, and it just, nothing was happening. I did try later on in the day, and I don't know, nothing went through. You know, I got it in, I, I got it in the shopping cart, but when it was time to pay, um, I'm pretty sure nothing happened. Now, who knows? Maybe something will show up here in in a couple months, but I doubt it. I, I checked my, my bank statement and nothing nothing was done. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure nothing went through. But, but, you know, a lot of people gave shit to Xbox, too, saying that it was a shit show. But, you know... The thing, I don't really think it was a too much of a shit show with them like it was with Sony. Sony's problem was the inconsistency of what they were telling people. You know, we, if you've ever gone through, you know, something, not even with video games, but with anything, maybe, maybe it was a video game, it was a, a regular game or the rollout of previous consoles. You know how crazy it is. To get one of these things. And they always do it before Christmas, you know? So this thing's going to roll out right before Christmas. Of course everyone's going to be going for it. But, you know, in the end, it's it's not a big deal. You're going to get one. If you're really that much into it, you're going to get one. And what 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 is it to have it a couple more months pushed back for you? You'll probably be able to get one in January or February, and it's going to be fine. And you're going to be fine, especially if you have already have like an Xbox One X or a PlayStation 4, because a lot of those games that are coming out first for the for the next generation are also going to be coming out on the current generation, the PS4 and the and the Xbox One X. So you're going to be okay. The only reason why I was was a little bit, you know, jumping on the ball here was because I don't have any of the current generation of Xbox or PlayStation. I have a Switch. 
So I really want to get in on these new generations on the ground level. And I also want to get these systems with the intent of going and playing uh, the previous generation games. This is I, I was going to get a 4, and I waited because at a certain point I was like, well, what does it matter? These new, the next generation is coming out, and it's probably going to be able to play you know, this generation's games. But one thing with Xbox that I did find that was funny is supposedly when all this happened, when the pre-orders went live for Xbox, a bunch of people accidentally bought Xbox One X. And this, this is something that just... I don't know. It doesn't drive me nuts, but it just it just makes me scratch my head and go, why? Why, Microsoft, do you do this? This is, it's funny. I, I do laugh, and I do feel bad for those people. I don't feel bad if you were a scalper and you had a bot and they accidentally bought you, like, you know, 100 Xbox Ones. That's too bad for you. But, but... You know, this I don't understand why Xbox can't name its systems better. It can, how hard can it be? I mean the Xbox 1, everyone was like the Xbox 1. You mean the original Xbox? No. This generation's going to be Xbox 1. And everyone's like, "Well, that's kind of weird." Now you got, you know, I had the 360 and then now you got the Xbox 1. And instead of saying, you know, Xbox One for the original, you have to say original Xbox. When you're talking about it, it's like, God, it's like, why? You know, it just, it doesn't seem like they put much effort into figuring out what to name this. And it's, in the big scheme of things, it's probably not that big of a deal. But at the same time, you know, you also want to make it easier for the average Joe consumer to understand what, what they need to buy. And then this is and then you had oh the next generation well what's it going to be named the Xbox Series X and I always have to s- stop and really think when I go get ready to say that to make sure I don't say Xbox One X it's the Xbox Series X and you know the people that ac- accidentally bought the Xbox One X instead of the Xbox Series X, are your average Joe consumer, probably, that didn't realize the the difference in names and how similar. Because, you know, they're not keeping up with everything like we are as gamers. Because probably a lot of these people are buying it, want to buy it for their kids, or, you know, even the grandparents want to buy it for their grandkids. They're not going to know. And if they do, more power to them. But, you know, Xbox, going forward, let's just, you know, the next one, just call it like the Xbox Terminator. I don't know. Or the Xbox Horizon. I mean, anything. Just sit down and write out a list of words. And anything's better. Don't have any more numbers in the name. Don't have any more, you know, 
just X's or S's or whatever else. And that's another thing because they came out with the Series S and Xbox had the Xbox One S. I mean, you know, PlayStation keeps it simple. It's the one, the two, the three, the four. What's the next one? Oh, it's the five. Okay. That's easy. And I know with Xbox, they couldn't necessarily do that because they came out during the original one came out during the Xbox two. So people might've gotten confused over that because of that. Now, I don't know really if that would have confused too many people, but you still could name it something better than what you are. All right. Well, I've spent enough on that. That's, you know, so have you got any of those pre-orders in? I've, Congratulations, man. That's great. So I hope you really enjoy it. And soon enough, I will be with you uh, enjoying those next generation goodness and last generation because I have some catching up to do. Okay, so this year's been crazy, you know, and you all know what I'm talking about with the pandemic. And everyone's sick and tired of talking about and hearing about it, but I think what happened with the gaming community and just the the gaming industry when this hit is very interesting. And I also want to talk about like like what happened during this, but also what I think the effects of this might be going forward. Because I think there's going to be some interesting things that might happen because of, of this year. Because of the rush on video games because that's what you've seen at the pandemic at the beginning of the pandemic because everything shut down a lot of people were at home a lot of kids were at home driving their parents crazy so what were people doing well what are we going to do at home so everyone went out and bought video games and video game systems and not only the new stuff but the old stuff as well from what i've heard now, I have a little bit of experience uh, with what happened with the newer stuff. I see, originally, I thought it was just a switch because everyone said, you know, that was the big news. Everyone, it's impossible to find a switch and they're going for four or five hundred, six hundred bucks on, on eBay, right? You know, anytime anybody can make a buck and exploit people, especially in the gaming world, that seems to be always the case. And uh, so, you know, I kind of had the mindset of many other people, and I already have an Xbox down in my game room, but my little boy has a playroom upstairs, and, you know, how little boys can be, they can be rough with stuff, and I said, you know what, why don't I get you your own Xbox 360 for upstairs? This way it could be your own, You you got a little TV there, controller and that way I don't care like if he if he's a little rough with it I don't have to worry and uh so I started looking not thinking that this was going to be a problem and it was a problem we have resale shops around this area that are uh 
they're not, I don't think they're all owned by the same person. But in Illinois, in northern Illinois, we have uh, shops called Disc Replay. And they're not just gaming stores. That is a huge part of what they are. But they also sell records and movies and, and other things, gaming systems. And they're, they're really nice places, really good places to go. And I started calling around, nothing, nothing. And I was like, wow. So then one of my friends was like, well, let's get him a regular Xbox One. You know, and that way he can, you know, get a used one from from GameStop. And, you know, there you go. And then, and then he can have it for a long time. And there was nothing. The Best Buys didn't have anything. GameStops didn't have anything. Walmarts didn't have anything. And I was I couldn't believe it. And part of the reason why that too is because I'd only heard the switch having problems. And also I hadn't I hadn't been out. I was like everybody else. I was staying inside. I was still working, but I really wasn't going to any stores if I didn't have to. So I didn't know. I didn't know about that. I found out really fast. And I eventually found uh, the 360 uh, in a couple towns over at a disc replay. And it was the the Xbox 360 Slim, the black one. I think it was the second one that came out. Um, in my game room, I have the last uh, model that they made, the E, which I really like that machine. And, uh, you know, it was a little four gigabyte, you know, black slim, uh, 360 and, uh, ended up getting a, uh, thumb drive, 128 gigabyte thumb drive just to put a little bit more on there. Cause that four gigabytes that really, I don't even know why originally they did that. Cause it, it really does not last very long, but 128 is going to do him. He's not going to be a hardcore gamer on that thing anyway. But it was just crazy, like how much of all of this stuff was bought up. And even at, even when these these brick and mortar stores opened up around here that had the old retro games, all of that stuff was getting bought up. So here's my thought. So the one day I was thinking, how is this going to affect going forward? Because I was thinking, you know, now that all of this stuff is back out there in the wild, in the summers to come, I don't know, maybe not next summer, depending on how this pandemic ends up, but maybe two, three, four summers from now, are we going to see an explosion of these video game and video game systems coming in to resale shops and more excitingly garage sales because I'm just wondering if we may be on the precipice of an awesome time to go game hunting out at garage sales because I'll be honest with you around here it's it's okay but like when you watch on YouTube and you see these guys go out and they're like, oh, let me show you this fine. I found, you know, this and that, you know, around here, usually you got to go on Marketplace, Facebook Marketplace. You can get good deals on there. 
But as far as garage sales, I I usually don't find too much. You know, you got the, uh, you know, you'll come across a PlayStation 2 with about 10, you know, game uh, sports games and a couple NASCARs in there. And it's like, yeah, okay, you know, and it's usually pretty beat up. And it's like, nah, that's okay. I'm going to pass. And then the same thing with like, you know, the 360 or PlayStation 3. Now this year I did end up finding a real nice PlayStation 3 Slim um, at a garage sale. And actually it was advertised on Marketplace as being out of the garage sale. But, but you know, I don't come across anything too much. And I came across a lot of people that, that did have a stuff out, but they also had it double listed on eBay and were totally not wanting to deal at all because they're like well i got it on ebay i'm just putting it out here to see if i can avoid the fees that ebay charges and i was like well then don't put it out here because you can't be asking ebay dollars out in a flipping garage sale and i've seen that a handful of times i'd say hey uh what do you want for this uh super nintendo and these games here he's like oh Everything, everything's labeled. I'm like, yeah, but what's your real price? No, that's it. And then they tell me I have it listed on eBay. So I'm just trying to avoid the fees. And I'm like, well, you know, listen, Jack, I don't go to a garage sale to play what you're asking. Because everybody knows you don't go by what's on the, the, the price tag here. You go by, hey, let's do a little bartering here. This ain't eBay. I'm not going to play you with PayPal, dude. <laughs> and finally, I was just like, you know what? You know what? That's fine. Whatever. You keep it. And besides, you know, when I picked up your machine, it sounded like something was broken loose on the inside. So you better keep it on eBay because at least then they can't tell that shit's broken in the picture. But I just wonder, going forward, if we're going to see this stuff come out. Because prices are still high right now. God, prices are high. As soon as the pandemic hit and everybody was looking for this stuff, prices just went through the roof. That's why I haven't really bought too much of the retro stuff this year. Because it's I'm not going to pay this. I know what the price was in January or February and what it is now. And... I got to tell you, not going to pay it because you know what's going to happen. What's going to happen in another year? People are not going to have the demand. It's probably going to be less than a year. It's probably We're probably already there. But there's not going to be a demand for this. And those prices are going to come down again. They're going to have to. And then what people are going to find out is, hey, you know... Now we have all this stuff at home. The kids aren't playing it. Everything's back to normal, God willing, hopefully. And people are going to want to get rid of this, kind of get the clutter out of their houses. And you know what? If that's the case, I'll be more than happy to be there. I'll be more than happy. Because that'll be fantastic. Or maybe not. I, I Maybe I could be wrong. 
But I, I think that's what you're going to see. Because I got to be honest with you. I can't tell you that at some point that Xbox 360 Slim that I bought ain't going to go bye-bye. And it'll probably be a garage sale that it goes bye-bye. In. And you know what? I'm not going to ask full price for it. I'm not going to ask eBay prices for it. Because you're not going to get them. And you shouldn't be asking that price. Shame on you guys. <laughs> Uh, well, since my wife and I have been home a lot more, actually more my wife, cause she's still doing a lot of, uh, working from home, not every day out of the week, but a majority of the time we have found ourselves going through a lot of shows on Netflix, on Amazon, um, I mean, God, you name it. I mean, there's those are the ones that we have, or Disney Plus. I mean, we, jeez, we have so much stuff that you know we can we can stream from. But the one this year that I really am enjoying, and I and I already seen it. What was it last year? It had already been out for a while, and I'd heard about it. But I, I didn't watch it right away. And the, I'm watching the second season right now. The second season just started not too long ago. And if you have Amazon Prime, you definitely have to watch this movie and that or show. And that's The Boys. And if you guys don't know what The Boys is, I'm going to give you a, a little general thing, uh, generalization about what it's about. Don't worry. I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys. No spoilers here. And if I decide I'm going to, I will let you know before I start talking about it. But basically what the boys are is, let's say there's a world where superheroes are actually a thing. Like, real world, there are superheroes. And in this world, um, there's actually, it's kind of like the Justice League there, but it's called the Seven. And it's like seven of the, you know, supposedly best of the best superheroes. Because in this world, not only are there the people that are the cream of the crop superheroes, but she has several levels below that of superheroes. Because not everybody has the best powers. And sometimes it almost feels like, you know, in the mutant universe for the X-Men, you know, where... All these people have different powers, you know, and some of them are known and more than others. But you have to have a certain something to be in the seven. And you have characters like Homelander, who is pretty much a spoof off of Superman. You have Queen Maeve, who is, you know, pretty much Wonder Woman. A-Train, which is the Flash, and a guy called The Deep, which is basically Aquaman. And those are just some of them. They have others, like uh, one of the main girls is Starlight. And I don't know, I think she does something with electricity or whatever, but I don't I don't really know who she would correlate to in the in actual comics. But you come to find out in this world of superheroes that... They're not necessarily all that good. 
In fact, most of the time, they're really not good. And they work for this company called Vought. And Vought controls, kind of controls them, you know, runs their PR for them. But the thing of it is, it's, it, is that these guys are not really, their morality isn't really top notch. Let's put it that way. And you have, and it's, so it starts off and you have the main character, Hugh, uh, Huey, I think his name is, Huey Campbell, who is played by Jack Quaid, which I, I didn't even realize that he was Dennis Quaid's son until like a month ago. And I'm like, hey, that's Jack Quaid. It took me a year to figure that out. (laughs) And then you have Carl Urban, who is this English, you know, kind of old school, used to be in the CIA, but now just has it out for all these superheroes guy. And I love the character dynamic because, well, the thing with Huey is, and you're going to see this in the first episode, so this really isn't a spoiler. Huey's girlfriend gets killed because A-Train runs through her and this blows her up. So it kind of sets the tone, (laughs) kind of sets the tone of how these guys operate and that, you know, there is collateral damage. Because, you know, that was the big thing in a lot of the superhero movies there for a while. You know, uh, with Batman v Superman, it was all about, you know, the damage that, you know, Superman and Zod caused while they were battling it out. And in the Avengers, was it Civil War, talking about signing the Accords because they had caused significant collateral damage in the previous movies and people were just tired of it so it kind of kind of goes into that a little bit and just the writing and the story arc of some of these characters it just is so interesting and I will say, first of all, this is not for kids. So if you think this is a superhero movie for kids, new, 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 not at all, not at all. So one of the things that is the absolute thing I love about this is every episode has something absolutely over the top gruesome happen. Almost every episode where you have the holy shit moment. Like, holy shit, that just happened. (laughs) It's like, but it's so funny because, you know, they do this and they do stuff like this. But it's like you're laughing, too, because while it's gruesome, at the same time, it's so over the top. It's funny. And some of the circumstances are actually pretty funny. And I so much want to tell you about how one of the superheroes dies. But you're going to see it. You're going to see it. It's I, I, I don't want to take that away from you guys. Because if you haven't watched this show, watch it. Amazon Prime. There's one season, 100%. And now, I don't, I don't know how far into the second season we're. I think we're like 
four or five episodes in. I don't know how many episodes there's going to be. But it is so, it's so refreshing. Because, you know, now that Marvel has kind of wind down a little bit with, you know, after Avengers Endgame, you know, and with all the X-Men movies and all the DC movies, and now, uh, you know, Henry Cavill, which we'll talk about this in a minute, actually, uh, signed to do Superman for three more movies. Surprise, surprise. But I think a lot of people, like myself, were kind of getting superhero fatigue. And then this show comes along. And you're going, I don't know. You know, I mean, it's just like, you know, first it was vampires. And then it was zombies. And then, you know, superheroes. I'm just, I don't know. You know, I mean, what what more is there to do? What's left to do? Well, evidently, there there was a lot left to do. And every I have not watched an episode that disappointed me. And today is, I don't know, we got another one. I just finished last Friday's today. I'm a little bit behind, but then we have another one coming up on Fridays. The new ones are released on Fridays. So I am totally looking forward to that. The boys is where it's at. Not for kids, totally for adults. There is language and there's, I think there's some nudity. Yeah, there's definitely stuff in this that is not for kids. So let's talk about, and I actually, I wasn't going to even, I wasn't even thinking about talking about this, but this is something that kind of came out of the blue for me. I used to, I used to keep track of what was going on in, in, in the movies for a long time. I was a big watcher of Collider on, on YouTube and, and reading their articles on Collider.com and, and they still are a good show, but I, I, Around the last, around the when uh, the Last Jedi came out, they had a show on there called the Jedi. Was it the Jedi Council, or something like that? And I kind of had a little bit of a disagreement in, with them, and they kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and I I never went back to watching the show. But anyway, I used to keep track of like you know what was coming up, what was in development, and what was the the news around the water cooler as far as what was going on with the movies. And this. This caught me by surprise because I had not heard anything about this, and I'm not sure if anybody else had, but Henry Cavill signs for three more movies and an agreement to uh, cameo in, I think it's like five other movies. And I am a Marvel fan, and less so a DC fan just because of the way they've handled it, but I do think that Henry Cavill has done an excellent job playing Superman. I cannot say a bad word about the way he did it. And, you know, after Justice League, you know, the feeling was that he was done. He just didn't want to do Superman anymore. And that was, and that was, you know, like a couple years ago. And I just, I just wrote it off like, well, I mean, you know, that kind of sucks. Because you know they were coming out with a new Wonder Woman movie. Which looks fantastic. And actually that got bumped back to December. And then you had the Aquaman movie that was going to come out. And it, 
if you've seen Aquaman, then you know that that was good. I mean, at least I thought it was really good. I thought the first Wonder Woman movie was really good. So I'm pretty excited about this. The Man of Steel, I thought was pretty good. You know, I'm, I wish it would have been something other than him going up against Zod. Because I'm old school. I still remember the Donner films. And even though the second Superman wasn't, it was kind of a pseudo Donner movie. But you still remember General Zod in that movie. And it's just, Man of Steel was a good movie, but it just, I still prefer the old General Zod. But, you know, you got to update it. You got you to go forward with it. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Lois Lane, the new Lois Lane. I like her. Was it uh, Amy Adams? Although she got a little bit annoying in Batman v Superman for me. And I like Ben Affleck. Affleck as Batman. Would they call him the Batflack or whatever? Or Aflac, I don't know. Something they had out there in the memes. But I, when they first announced that Ben Affleck was going to be the next Batman, I was like, oh, man. And if you're out there going, well, I didn't think that. You are a liar, my friend. You are a liar. Nobody thought he was going to be good. I thought he was excellent. I liked him in Batman v Superman. I liked him in Justice League. And now the word is that he may be coming back. I don't know if it's on as solid ground as Henry Cavill coming back. But what does this mean? Are we going to have another Justice League movie? Because I did enjoy that Justice League movie. I watched it again the other night. It had been a while since I seen it. I watched it again. I'm like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with this movie. And there's nothing. There's a lot of things that aren't wrong with the DC movies out there. The problem is... They rushed it, and everything was a hodgepodge. You didn't have enough time to invest in those characters like Marvel had with theirs. You had the individual movies for those characters first in Marvel. And some of them you had multiple movies before you got to the Avengers movies. So you already had you know, this connection to these characters and which made it even more cool when they all got together. You know, you had the Superman movie, which was the first one. Yes, that was by himself. But then he had Batman v Superman. You didn't have a standalone Batman movie with Ben Affleck. Justice League comes out, but you had... You know, you had Wonder Woman's movie, I think, came out after that, or she was in Batman v Superman, but she didn't already have her movie. Aquaman movie didn't come out until after Justice League, but he was in Justice League. And it was just like, you know, these characters weren't bad characters. They weren't bad movies. It's just, you know, Warner Brothers... Warner Brothers didn't feel like they should take their time in doing this and putting that universe together. The movies were good, but the universe was not. 
So now I'm excited. You know, I'm excited for the next Wonder Woman movie. I'm excited for the next Superman movie. Hopefully another Aquaman movie. You know why? And supposedly they're finally going to do a Flash movie. And you know why? Because I know these characters now. The people playing these characters. It's familiar. And now when we go into it, it's going to be like, oh yeah. I'm like, that's cool. It isn't going to feel like I need to rush to... to like I, I, I don't have... You know, a familiar, familiar, I can't even say it. I don't have like a relationship with these guys on screen. If you know what I mean. I don't know if that makes any sense. But if you are a superhero fan and a fan of the movies, uh, especially Marvel, I think you're going to know what I'm, what I'm trying to say here. So, well, that is pretty much all I have to talk about today. Um, hopefully you guys got your PS5 and Xbox Series X pre-orders in. If you didn't, hey, everything's going to be fine. You know, their stores are still going to get some in November, so maybe you'll be lucky. But you know what? After the first of the year, when Christmas dies down and the holidays dies down, there people are going to get them. You're going to be able to get them, guys. Don't worry about it. I'm not worried about it. Even though I was a little ticked at Sony. But that's neither here nor there. So I think that's where we're going to end it this time, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a pleasure talking to you guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I will see you later. Take care and good night.